Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Hi, <laughs> right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 267. Uh, Matt and Ryan, I'll get to you in a second, but there is something I needed to address from two weeks ago that I promised somebody I would talk about, um, but I didn't get the chance um, because you guys weren't ready at three o'clock, so I missed out recording. I don't know how the hell that works, but anyway, whatever. Um, I got a correction to make. Um, I did get called out by Bishop, who corrected me, who said, um, I'm calling BS on how much you paid for your SummerSlam ticket. I said, that's fine. I said, I will look it up. And I went back and I looked at my history and he was right. I, I said it was, I said my SummerSlam ticket was, um, I think I said it was $30. Um, it wasn't. It was uh, actually $70 that I paid. I think what in my head that I was thinking of was there were SummerSlam tickets available for $30 on the upper level. And then I was like, shoot, if it's only 70 for lower, I might as well play lower. However, I did also get one other thing wrong as well. Um, that was the NXT event that I had tickets for that I couldn't actually attend. I said it was $15. It was actually only $10. So I got that one wrong. And Matt, just off the top of your head, because I quote this figure randomly, how much were our WrestleMania tickets five years ago? Our WrestleMania tickets? Yeah. You said, you said WrestleMania. WrestleMania. I know. <laughs> I, I'm still trying to put my teeth in. I'm the one that's two bottles of wine, D. What's your excuse? Um... <laughs> Um, seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a second bottle right now. Um, uh, I think about a hundred hundred bucks each. See, I quote in my head. I thought it was about one thirty something. Now you you've always got to pay fees on top. I'm thinking so, um, pounds. The final total pounds, was the final total was one seventy seven. Actually, I was like, really? I did not think it was as high as that. I thought it was low hundreds. Perhaps it was, but then when they had the fees on. You never know until because I remember saying, "Hey, look, they're like probably like one thirty. Do you want to? Shall we go?" And you were like, "Absolutely, go get them." And then I think it worked out because I got a hundred in my head. I think it worked out a hundred pounds. Oh, that might be closer for before fees. That that, that sounds about a hundred in my head. That that right? Yeah. But anyway, Bishop called me out. He said he was just being a dick. <laughs> but well, I was like, yes. I, will look, I will look it up because my memory is not great. Um, but yeah, I still think $70 for a lower level SummerSlam ticket is pretty good. But yeah, they were available for around that $30 fee if you wanted to be up a level. Anyway, gentlemen, how's your week been? I'll start off with you, Matt. How's it going, buddy? Seven days. Seven days? Seven days. Until your anniversary? We're still talking about that? Seven days until I'm technically unemployed. Oh, okay. There's a slight overlap then? That I have literally six hours, <laughs> then I'm back in foot again. <laughs> so this bullshit then that you told me because it was trying to record. You're like, well, I Matt, um, Ryan said I don't have a, I'm not working today. You said you're not working, and I jokingly said it's all right for you slackers, and you claimed that you had two jobs. So that is not actually true. Then you only have I... one job at a time. They do not overlap in any way, shape, or form. Well, I'm not being paid, but I'm still meeting with people for it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Not being paid for yet, but I've still got to help set things up. Do you know how stressful that, it is putting a menu together, you prick? That microwave won't set itself up immediately. You got to set like the clock function and. Um, okay. Yeah, how, okay. This is okay. We've got what four minutes on the clock. This may be the earliest ever C bomb, Graham. Any moment. <laughs> Woo. 
Shall we I'm ask glad- Ryan what he's been watching then this week? So are you? Are you asking? You asked, you're asking if you should ask, so I can't Well, I, I don't know if he wants to drop a C-bomb or if he's just going to let the moment pass. I don't know if he's counting to 10 right now like his uh, mom told him to do. I got ignore, editing duty, so I'm going to think that there's a break at this point. But hey, yeah, like, ignore me, ignore me, Ryan. For now, like he does all the time, anyway. Ryan, how has your week been, young man? It's been a week. Uh, not going to lie, it's been a it's been a rough week. Um, but it's uh, slightly better as we reach the end of it. Um, and to answer your question, Graham, I'm currently on Survivor Series '99. Mm. Um, so we're we're getting into the uh the the beginnings of the classic, and I think one of the reasons it made, especially early two thousand, the majority of two thousand, I think one of the the best storylines going on was the McMahon Helmsley era, um, with Triple H marrying stephanie and all of that that comes with it which of course starts the year off with the trilogy of matches uh against foley which are just absolutely brilliant um plus we're getting the foundation that will eventually lead us to the tlc match at SummerSlam 2000 so there's just a lot of great stuff going on this is kind of this is what i wanted to get to um because you know a lot of people say like oh the attitude era so great so amazing blah 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 now the first like 3 years of the attitude era are pretty terrible there's not a lot going on the storylines are disjointed um you know as much as like rock and austin you know obviously phenomenal performers um to me personally it's when triple h hits the main event that the attitude era gets good watchable um there's just a lot of nonsense happening for 96 97 98 and most of 99 so yeah that's my update uh we'll see where i get uh by the time we record next can i ask you a question about survivor Series 99 ryan well i'm not finished yet but yes no spoilers please i can't tell he's being sarcastic or he's being genuinely serious at this point um Given it, it was 25 years ago, nearly. Um, but Survivor Series actually starts one of the worst periods of wrestling for me. And which, it's, which it's aspect? Not, it's not for the reason people are going to think. It's not because um, it's not me just trying to be contrary to Ryan. Uh, quite the opposite, in fact. Possibly the worst WWF championship picture until Triple H wins it. Because at what point, with no disrespect, I don't want to speak so ill of a D, but uh, Big Boss Man was never a serious contender, was he? Not He never, like... I mean, Bossman's storyline right now is the fact that he stole Big Show's father's casket and that he fed Al Snow his dog. Like, you know, Bossman, now Ray Trailer, as a professional wrestler, honestly, one of the best to do it. Um, just unfortunately, he always kind of got 
the short end of the stick, you know, and, and when Vince brought him back and repackaged boss man into the rough, gruff, you know, badass prison guard wearing tactical gear, it was leagues ahead of the blue shirt, you know, former prison guard, whatever character he had before. Yeah. But I, I stand by the, the, the character he portrayed under his real name in WCW was some of his best work. Oh, I don't, um, I don't dare say, but it was the way he was packaged in WWE. He, it just never really clicked for me. No, yeah. He, but to be fair, mm. he was the only true heel. Um, and I, and I, I say that because the quote-unquote heels everyone was a heel there was no such thing as a baby face in 1999 in wwf there was no such thing as a baby face except maybe some of your mid-card guys like al snow um yeah because even too cool weren't quite yet were they nope (laughs) two cooler heels um you've got a couple think about that got to to do hot in grandmaster sex they were heels You've got you, you know you've got some a couple mid card tag teams that are baby faces. Um, the Hardys and Edge and Christian have kind of transitioned over to baby faces, but there's no real baby faces. There's fan favorites because um, you look at Austin and The Rock. They are not faces. They are heels, but they're being cheered. But they continue to do heel things. Um, That's a good point. Looking back at it, we've basically learned it nowadays, especially with what's going on with the bloodline stuff. Rock hasn't changed what he says or what he does. He is just literally just being booed for it rather I, than being I, cheered for it. I disagree with you entirely. I the, disagree with you entirely. The Rock promos we got when he came back against Austin Theory um, are face Rock promos. He says similar things, but his attacks are on his competitor. The Does we are now getting. He puts things up people's asses sideways. It's the same shtick. Nope, nope, not at all. He's saying it to his competitors. Now he's Hollywood Rock. He's saying it to the fans. There is a very big difference between when he did, you know, finally, nope, 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 sing along time with the rock is over. That's a heel move. That is saying, fans, you are not allowed to participate because you don't deserve it. That's the difference between Hollywood Rock and People's Champ Rock. They are very similar characters. He uses the same catchphrases, but so did Austin, so did Triple H, so did Mick Foley, so did Big Show, so did Chris Jericho. The list goes on and on. Your catchphrases don't change, but who your catchphrases are towards changes. I, I would. You know what? Agree. To quote The Rock, you're gonna you're you're gonna shut your mouth, fatty, or I'm gonna slap the herpes off your lips. Okay. <laughs> he said that to Kevin Kelly a couple of times. Yeah, as a as a face, no less. Um, I would like to just preface by saying that Jericho dropped the title of Rock and Roller when he became when he became a, a heel, and that's a shame because I like that nickname. Yeah, but he always never ever again and he also y2 jade and he also did all his other shticks 
I guess. I guess. I mean, I mean, obviously, we're open to agree and disagree because that's what it's about. And Graham just rolled his eyes a couple of times. You want to come back in, Graham? Is that a, a foam finger of the National Lottery in the background? What Sorry, I was a little distracted. Behind you. But I, I know behind you. I was not aware. Well, you only have one foam finger. Oh, there, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many foam fingers do you think the people think you have in your house now? I have got, I've got a couple. <laughs> is it the National Lottery? It is. Oh, okay. That's it's my husband, for that, ma- for that matter. <laughs> the foam finger of the National Lottery is not mine. Yeah, it's from the Olympics. Yeah, Chris, when he, when he was when he was employed at Olympics. Ah, okay. Yeah, he went to Olympic 2012 and he was a games, games master? Uh, games maker, you were a games maker, yes. That was 12 years ago, Jesus. Oh my God, did you just get some math correct? Holy crap. Fuck you! You've had two weeks off, you've got rather cocky in your absence. I need wine to deal with your shit this week. I didn't have to drink at all last week with Ryan. I agree with Ryan 100%. Completely different. Thank you, Graham. I, I don't need to add anything when Ryan puts it so eloquent. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, if we're going to agree on stuff, should we do some good cop stuff, Graham? Let's do it. Good. Bad. I'm going first because if you think I'm wasting the stuff I had in notes just because you guys changed the time on me, you can forget it. I'm doing double duty this week, but I'll keep it fairly brief. Um, I was going to talk my main good cop moment about the Savannah Bananas and John Cena, but Matt, thank you for helping me with that. I was going to go into some more detail, but hey, you basically got it mentioned, so I'm happy with that. Um, I was looking through my notes while you guys were talking, and I have a big mistake in my notes, and I was trying to think, you were talking about me rolling my eyes, I think it was me trying to remember what this is. I cannot remember the TV channel that does the show Biographies and Rivals. I have it written down as AEW, which it clearly is not. Ryan, help me out. A&D. Thank you, A&D. It stands for Arts and Entertainment. Oh, that's... For the uninitiated... I looked and it made sense as I wrote it down, but when I was reading it, I was like, well, that's clearly not right. Um, um, yeah, The Return, season four. Um, I didn't even realize it was coming back. I keep canceling Sling, bringing it back, canceling Sling, bringing it back. And I'm at the point where I bring it back. And I was looking for, I was actually looking for Monday Night Raw. And then when I looked, I saw that there was two episodes. Uh, there was the episode of Rivals. And then there was also the episode of um, The Biographies. So, episode one, season four, is Randy Orton. Now, you guys are actually kind of talking about some of those eras that actually featured within these shows. And for you guys, I'm going to say, you guys know way more about that era than I do. So, for me, a lot of this stuff is brand new. But I thought it was really cool. I know Randy Orton really from uh, Evolution. I think that was the first time that I kind of saw him. Triple H, Batista, Flair. I thought it was a great little group that they had together. Um, I didn't recognize, though, and I'm assuming this was when Randy first came up, um, the updates on his injury. Like, he's got his arm in a sling, and he's talking about, well, I think I've got like 5% more motion. That Everyone's booing the hell out of him. I love that. I had not seen that before. I thought that was a great way of uh, putting him over. Um, kind of bad moment. Um, I didn't realize um, some of the demons that Randy has. I guess there's clues when you listen to his uh, intro music, but I didn't realize. We obviously know wrestlers take painkillers. I think we know that. I didn't realize it got quite as bad for that Randy at certain times and the fact that he passed out and had to go to the ER. And he said in his own words, he thinks he was probably only two pills away from probably passing away. 
So obviously things like that. But just the, the whole storytelling, I, you know that I'm not just interested in matches. I'm interested in the wrestlers themselves. So getting to know a little bit more about those people, for me, is always way more interesting. And I think if I remember correctly, I hate quoting Ryan, particularly if I get it wrong. I think you said there's nothing better than a well-made documentary. And I love watching those documentaries as well. Um, he also talked about, talked about, obviously, the relation with his dad as well, because he's a wrestler how he didn't get to spend time with Randy necessarily when he was younger. At certain points, it was only 10 days or 12 days a year, he said. Oh, my gosh. Um, Randy's doing a much better job of that with his current family. Man, this probably should have put this in my bad cop moment by the sounds of it. All this has been negative so far. Except he did talk about also when he was a little bit older, um, he got to go to the shows with his dad. And there's pictures of him with Andre the Giant. There's people of all those kind of wrestlers he got to be around. And they said that they were all basically his surrogate uncles. Um, his dad would go out to wrestle and he said, I was never worried about leaving him because I knew I was going to win in five minutes or I was going to lose in five minutes. But yeah, he got some of those great experiences. Um, but also he just seems that he is much happier with himself right now. Um, Sam, I think it's his second wife he's with right now. Uh, but multiple t people talked about how they, um, Randy had changed because of his wife, how he'd calmed down. And I'm assuming this was filmed probably about a couple of years ago. And the reason I think it was that he was trying to come back from injury, perhaps a year ago. And he basically said, I don't even care if I wrestle again at this point. He said, I got my family, I'm spending time with my family. But more importantly, I'm in no pain right now. And that's something that hadn't happened in a long time without medication as well. So I guess that's the good, I guess that's the overall good cop moment. The fact that Randy Orton, obviously he is back wrestling because we've seen that, but the fact he's in a place in his life where he's got time to spend with his family, he's happy with that life work balance right now and he seems to be doing well with that, but the fact that he's also pain-free. Oh, and the rivals I will talk about very quickly. It was uh, Triple H versus The Rock. Oh, gosh. Some great moments in that show. Um, it should be a bad compliment because it was only an hour long. I wanted more. I could have easily watched two hours of that, just like I did with Randy. Well, if you if you want to watch more of that grammar death, eh, Ryan could point in the right direction for that. Oh, I, I'm sure. But I was I like the documentary format. I like the little oh, clips. Documentary of it, Graham. I'm pretty sure it's on the network. What's on the network? I'm pretty sure there's the actual documentary about their rivalry on the network. Oh, okay. Well, they they have the the WWE rivals, like the original rivals, which was they're not really necessarily they they have sound bites in between, but it's it's more of like a I feel the, the way they're doing it on the network now. I think it's more of a collection with sound bites in between, yeah. Um, which which is fine. I mean, it works, but. You know, or it you does, could just, but it's you, not what I'm looking for. You could just be insane like me and then just start watching it and don't stop. It's um, sort of like on, it's sort of like on YouTube, uh, on the YouTube channel, they've been doing like a story of this so far, and it's don't really do the version of like the story of of how it started right up until the match is about to happen. They've done the whole Roman Cody thing for the last. Two years, for example, it's on the YouTube channel I can do now. There's also a very good YouTube channel out there, which I'm not going to actually mention on air, and I will link to you to off air, Graham, because I don't want to take down the stuff they've got on it. <laughs> um, where they've actually got like the story of, for example, Triple H Cactus Jack for Royal Rumble, and it's got the stuff from Raw and SmackDown, everything pertinent to the feud 
is in this one video and some of them are like two and a half hours, three hours long. Or for you, Graham, it'll probably be an hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah. You know I like my YouTube. But that's what it's there for, I guess, if you if it's people like you. But there's some there's some good people out there who are putting together some complicated stuff and it's the it's it's got all the like the backstage interviews or the segments and things like that. And matches in the ring and stuff like that. Matches on Raw, which aren't always included in the highlights packages you see on the build up to the events. It's really good stuff. I'll link to it later on. Okay. I think we should do rock, paper, scissors to decide who goes. No, no, Brian next one. Nope, nope. Mine's longer. You need to go, Matt. Sorry. Right. Oh, of course. Well, I forgot we got a special one this week. Well, well, well. Not, I have no complaints, Ryan. But if you say yours is longer, I'm, I'm going to bow to your uh, majesty on that one. I want to talk about the Mission Chamber. We talked about it last week before it happened, of course. Um, overall, good event. Good event overall. I don't think anyone really had many problems with it. Um, I mean, was it kind of predictable in a way? A little bit. Were we were some shocks in there? Damn right. Um, one of the biggest things I want to talk about, though, is everyone who was pissing all over WWE, dropping the ball. Because, and for everyone out there who doesn't know, um, it was obviously held in Perth, Australia, right? Obviously. And... Most, I think, most of the Australian talent that was on the main roster was there, apart from Big Bronson Reed, of course. Now, a lot of people say, "Well, why did they, why did they book him to lose? Why didn't he go? Why didn't he wasn't he a part of it? Why he should have been there?" And yes, he he should have been there. Of course, he should have been. He's one of the big stars they're building up right now. Well, Bronson Reed has had to break his quote silence this week, explain the reason why he wasn't there. Now, the good moment is coming, okay? Full disclosure, this is a quote from him on Twitter, okay? I was set to be at the chamber. It would have been an incredible moment. Unfortunately, plans have changed, but everything happens for a reason. My wife and I have had our baby early. I was supposed to miss the premium live event to make sure I'm here for my family. Slight backup moment because he had to miss the event, but Graham, you know when you would when when Mel had Mason, how having your first child changes your life. Of course, you don't get a child. That you don't get a do-over for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone who, I mean, Triple H, he's got he's got he's got kids. He knows what it's like to to be a wrestler on the road. If you got a chance, I mean, they will go back. We'll go back to Australia. Of course, they will. They will. It was such a bit. It was such a well received event. They'll go back there probably next mm-hmm. year. I'm very happy for Bronson. And who's to say he doesn't get a shot at the big one down the down the road at SummerSlam or something? Given the briefcase, as if Damian Priest actually does does cash his in. Of course, still think he ain't gonna do it. Still think he ain't gonna do it. That's it. I'm done. My good comment is Bronson Reed is a dad. So if it had been in America, obviously there's flights all around, particularly from major cities. Do you think he would have gone to the event or do you think he would have just sat out still? Obviously, you can't fly back from Australia. I can't. I can't speak for that one, Graham. I, yeah, can't, I don't know. I, know I, I, I can't speak for that side of things. Yeah, I think he made the right choice. 
There, there will be other wrestling Unquestionably. There will never be his first child. No. Bronson Reed is one of Triple one of Trips's boys as well. So yeah, he he'll be back. He'll be in that in that title picture for sure. We, I just want to see him and Gunter go one on one. I want to see that still. <laughs> anyway, that's yeah. about me. Ryan, you're more important, bud. I like to think so, yes. <clears throat> um no, I agree with that. They took my fucking wine. And, and 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 in the Bronson situation, it's I, I think it was another instance of the fan base being outraged for someone as opposed to there is warranted outrage. We don't know. We we're not backstage. We're not in these meetings with Triple H. We're not in these meetings with Creative. We don't know what's going on. Um you know, it's it's stupid when when we become outraged as a fan group because because they did something. It's like we don't know. You don't know. You don't know what's going on. Maybe someone's sick. Maybe someone's injured. Like you don't actually know. Maybe they're just trying not to make whatever. It's stupid. Um, you know, and I feel like it happens a lot. Um, but to uh to quote Austin, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, so what's anyways, your, what's your best cop moment, then, Ryan? So, so I'm going to start with the the good cop moment, and then, um, and then we'll get into kind of the discussion I want to have surrounding it. So, this past week, and there are a lot of good cop moments that came out of this one moment. Um, Sean Spears made his return to NXT, and not only did he make his return to NXT. It did not leak at all. Nobody knew. It just happened. And I think after all of those promos, we all thought the same thing. It's going to be Bo Dallas and it's going to be the Uncle Howdy character because they've talked about the fact that, you know, they still want him to do that to honor Bray. And and I think all of those promos kind of pointed towards Bo Dallas. And I think they knew what they were doing. They purposely made them kind of dark and spooky so we would kind of think oh yeah it's Bo okay yeah cool um and have Sean Spears come out and and hit uh Rich Holland with a chair just kind of it was a great moment it, it was a really well done moment um but here's here's the thing that I want to talk about the fact that he returned as Sean Spears not as Ty Dillinger and this is something that I'm I'm actually very passionate about. This is my fan thing that I do very, very often. Um, I love these little fan-made games, like things, things you discuss with your buddies when you're just kind of hanging out, watching wrestling, or just sitting around doing nothing. And you, so a buddy of mine and I, we have a uh a little game we play where we try to figure out three timers and four timers and you know people who were in wcw wwf ecw tna ring of you know whatever it may be and like how many people like were in all of these companies and i i love just kind of thinking about that kind of stuff and something that i've noticed recently is people coming back to wwe as the name that they were using on the independent circuits or in a rival promotion. And the thing I want to discuss is what's the line? Because obviously under Vince McMahon, it happened 
very rarely. You had to be the top of your game to come into WWE as your name that you used in another promotion. AJ Styles being the prime example. AJ didn't come in as, you know, Alan Jones or, you know, Arthur Arthur James Stylicio, the fucking Italian or something. I don't know. You know, he, he came in as AJ Styles. But then you have someone like L.A. Knight. Eli Drake was a world champion in TNA. Eli Drake was championship wrestling from Hollywood. NWA, like this dude did a lot. But when he came in, it was a full repackage. New name, pretty much the same gimmick, let's be honest. But, you know, it, it was brand new name. Um Lexus King, the artist formerly known as Brian Pillman Jr. Um, now, from what I understand, he did want, I guess he didn't want to change his name, but he was open to it. So when they were like, hey, we want to change your name, he's like, oh, great, this is a chance for me to kind of blaze my own path. But then you've got someone like Jade Cargill, who comes in as Jade Cargill. And... I wonder what what's the line like where's the now obviously AEW and Impact and New Japan they don't purchase the rights to these characters you know they, they don't have any rights to the the people's names when they're wrestling so a lot of people have that opportunity now when they're coming to WWE but what's the line so I I, I present a question to you of who is someone that could come over from New Japan or AEW or Impact that wouldn't get rebranded? And who's someone who would come over who probably would? Um, I don't think Jordan Grace would get her name changed. I think she would just come as Jordan Grace. Point of and, order. Yes. Paul Levesque's in charge now. I don't think he, think he gives a fuck. I disagree. Because you're welcome to disagree, but my personal opinion that's... is I don't think he gives a fuck as long as he bring as long as he brings his A game. I, I don't think it's Triple H's decision, really. I think this is a marketing decision. I think that this goes higher than creative. Of like, hey. What's what's the agreement look like? Like obviously someone like Jade Cargill comes in and they say, Jade, we're not gonna change your name. We're gonna keep you as you are. But you know, we have licensing on your likeness, we have licensing on your name, we have all of that because we need to utilize it for us, and we don't need you know, we can't be paying royalties every time we mention your name on television or something like that. Like, obviously, their contracts are going to say, we own this footage of you. We own these matches. We own the performance. You know, yeah, we don't maybe own your name. But so the, the thing I was thinking of is, so like you got something like AEW. If, in my opinion, if someone like Sammy Guevara came over, I think we'd see a rebrand a because there is a negative connotation attached to his name B because I don't think he's big enough 
for WWE to be like, absolutely, we need to bring you in as Sammy Guevara because that's how people will know you. They will want to repackage him and reform him. But MJF? I think MJF would come in as MJF. Because he's a big enough star. Um, you know, the the question with um, Okada. You know, we still don't really know where Okada is going to land. We know he's coming to the U.S. You know, it, it's... I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't... For the benefit of the type, Graham had just tried doing the Bret Hart WCW style of writing the letters, and he did it backwards to the hard cam, just for context. Yeah. So, I, I think have no idea I what did an you're A writing. backwards. It's symmetrical, you fool. You did the E and backwards. And W is symmetrical as well. You did the E backwards. But uh, you couldn't de- figure out what decorum. I was telling you then? Decorum. So you thought I was talking about A3W then? You're an idiot. You've never been to A3W? Great promotion. <laughs> um... It's 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 interesting to me though to think about who's a big enough star where WWE is going to say yeah we got to bring you in as that name and who's not, um, you know because like obviously let's just say in a couple of years Edge decides you know what my career is winding down I want to retire in WWE obviously he's coming back as Edge he's not coming back as Adam Copeland um, because. Yeah, it's his real name, but honestly, no offense to Edge, it doesn't flow as well. Um, like when the announcers are saying his name and everything, I just, it's, it is what it is. Graham, you have the floor. Um, on the, I, I think it was the Rivals show. Um, they he, Edge appeared on it, but they did actually list him as um, Edge, but it also said Adam Copeland there as well. Now I don't know if that's different just because it's a documentary, but they did reference him as Adam Copeland, which I didn't think you needed to do. You could have just said Edge, and no one would have come, no one would have said anything. Like, I hold think on, it's... that's the wrestler Edge. This is like the behind the scenes thing. So this must be Adam. I think the one thing with the A the A and D stuff is those are A and E produced documentaries in partnership with WWE. They're not WWE documentaries that are being aired on A and E. Okay, like the... but for example, Kevin Nash. Um, oh my gosh, what's Kevin Steen's real name? Kevin. Well, you just said it. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Sorry, wrestling name. So when Kevin Owens is on, for example, it doesn't say Kevin Steen, but he's clearly there as a commentator, not as a as a wrestler. And that's the same company. So there are some differences. And Johnny Gargano was listed as Johnny Gargano. It doesn't say, I don't know what his real so I got fired. Well, well, I, again, with you know, with something like that, he's going in there and He's working a contract for A and E. He's not working a contract for WWE. So they're gonna say, okay, well, this is you know Adam Edge Copeland. Like when he was in Haven, he was Adam Edge Copeland. When The Rock first started acting, he was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You know, and it, gotcha. it's just you know they're trying to capitalize on obviously the the branding that the bigger company use. As opposed to, you know, like if they just said Adam Copeland and it didn't say Edge anywhere or, you know, uh, former WWE wrestler Edge or something, however they listed it. Um, See, I think he was in uh, WWE at the time. I think some of these documentaries are old. And the reason I think they've been sitting on them is um, they had uh, Renee Paquette or whatever she was called when she was in WWE. She was on the, the panel. 
And I was like, she must have left at least a couple of years ago, right? Well, think about it this way. Um, CM Punk was on uh, the 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 Back. talk show thing. Backstage. 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 That was not a WWE production. It was called WWE Backstage, but it was not a WWE production. It was a, it Fox, was a Fox production. Oh, yeah. CM yeah. Punk had an agreement with Fox to be on their show about WWE. Gotcha. And yeah, it, that was 2019. That was that's, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. He, he, and then when his agreement with Fox ended, uh, is when he signed his agreement with AEW. Yeah. Um, so there, there's just there, there's just a lot of a lot of interesting things. Um, and even going back to like the Vince McMahon time of you know, if I could if I could um posit a few things here, um, I'm not sure it's the right word, but I'm half cut, so I apologize. Um, when Drew Galloway came back to WWE, of course, he wasn't Drew Galloway, but he was Drew McIntyre again. What, Graham? What did what expression did you just use? Your half half cut. Okay, that sounds like a circumcision that went wrong. Oh, you know, he's just like admitting that. that they butchered his wiener. It's fine. That's what but I. He, I was like, I have not he, heard that expression. He, he said cut. it. He said it last week or the week before too, it, and it's I've such never, a, I'm, Perhaps you know, I've been in America too long. I have you've no been in America idea. too long, Greg. Everybody knows that phrase. Well, Grant, okay. you have to remember. Ryan, that, did and, you recognize that phrase? Oh, not at all. But you have to realize, in England, a, as a as a as a British person yourself, uh, as a British born, um, most of your euphemisms for drinking revolve around your dick. Uh, <laughs> you're getting pissed. Uh, you're half cut. Like it, it's it's just the way that English folk work. Um, I can assure you, I'm fully cut. But that's not the point, right? Anyway. My point I was trying to make is... Is he talking is that, about drinks now, or has he no, gone back to his weeder? I'm talking... Okay, sorry, about, carry on. Carry on. Who knows? Who well, knows? now. When Drew Galloway <laughs> went away from WWE for a while, when he, when he was fired, and he went away and he rebuilt himself on the Indies as Drew Galloway, he was Drew Galloway everywhere, including in Impact, wasn't he, Ryan? When WWE re-signed him, they, they gave him back McIntyre because everyone recognised the name McIntyre. Now, Sean Spears rocking up on NXT. You said that no one spoiled it. Um, I'm going to say something controversial here. Because no one gave a fuck. And, and, and that's, a, that's a really good point. Because I think that Ty Dillinger did so little. Ty Dillinger was over. You cannot deny Ty Dillinger was over. However, he did nothing of merit within the company. Granted, but the, I counter by saying the 10 was over because, let's face it, most Americans can count to 10. Um, and, you know, in, in, in NXT, it's amazing to make it work because he was working for Triple H for a time. But the fact matter is that he did nothing in AEW of no either. He went over there and just sat in catering. So he came back here, and literally the only thing I see when I see um, Sean Spears, and I mentioned this four years ago, um, maybe when he left WWE, um, is the fact that he I remember seeing him in Bourne. So uh, yay, I get to think about that again now. Thanks for that NXT. Thanks. So 
A, I, I, I disagree. I think that Sean Spears did reinvent himself with AEW, um, but I, I do not blame Sean Spears for what happened to him in AEW. What happened to him is what happens to a lot of people. They overhired and they didn't have anything to do with them, so they sat in the back. It was the warning that both myself and Graham gave when the um, when the amount of people were hot, were being hired left, right, and center before before you joined the team, right? Me and Graham said they're hiring every Tom Dick and Harry, and of course, you can't let they're big names. You you be stupid not to hire these guys. Of course, you'd be stupid not to hire them. Well, but then what happens with people who are already there? <laughs> well, that's the thing is we see it time and time again. We just saw Diana Perazu. Uh, she's here. She has her AEW Women's World Championship match on Sunday at Revolution. She does. And then a week and a half later, Sasha Banks is going to debut, and people will forget about either Tony or Deanna. Wh- whoever is not the champion will go to the back of the line, and we'll see them on TV maybe once a month. And that's what happens. That's the rotation. I, I I do it every every week. I watch Dynamite, and I hate that I have to do this because it feels like Vince McMahon is booking this crap. Um, the women got ten minutes bell uh, entrance to bell uh, on Dynamite. That's it. That's that was their entire segment because we never mind. We'll actually never mind. We'll get to it. Um, it's just it's it's just really fascinating to me. That some people will get a full repackage. Um, but going to mid cards too, Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee was a low carder in W in um AEW. He was barely a mid carder, and he comes over. A they strapped the rocket to him right out of the gate. And B, he's still Dragon Lee. And I think and he came over before Vince was fully gone. Um, so it's just, you know, you know, flip that around. If Roosh comes over, is Roosh Roosh or is Roosh, I don't know, whatever they would call Roosh. Is this Leo Rush we're talking about here? No. His his name Completely is Roosh. Completely different wrestler. Completely I never know nowadays. You would probably know him just as Rush because you would just see R-U-S-H. It's Roosh though. Yeah, he's Dragon Lee's brother. Right. Oh, sorry. I didn't know I, he was Dragon Lee's brother. Huh. Yeah, I don't watch enough to to know. Sorry. Yeah, big big. Considering in your AAA. memory, I'm kind of shocked, Matt, because um, I know you're you you can quote MGB on a ridiculous level. Um, definitely appeared on the Ring of Honor shows that we went to. Yeah, Ring of Honor kind of purged my memory. Perhaps you might have skipped those episodes. <laughs> no, Ring of Honor used to be you used to be good when you went to see it, Graham. It's 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 just fascinating to me because it's the same thing too. Uh, the the last part of this I want to I want to touch upon is um, theme music. So obviously, a lot of us were very surprised that Cody kept Kingdom when he came over. Now I, I propose this: if Jericho returned to WWE, what would be his theme song? Same as it is right now. Well, on on Thursday he used, or on Wednesday he used the the uh, the old Lionheart theme song instead of Judas. Oh, he did. Yeah, oh, cool. yeah. 
Um, I would assume it would be Judas personally. Which which we'll get to that. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, if he came back, would they use Judas? Because I think they would because everyone, especially WWE right now, they love a song you can sing along to. They really, really do. And the crowd's eating it up. I think it's an I think it's annoying. I'm really sick of it. Uh industry-wide. Um, especially Seth. Because he takes too much time just standing there with his Jesus arms, but anyways, uh, that's just something I want to talk about. And and I'd like uh, I'd like the uh, the listeners, all twelve of you, um, you know, let us know in the comments. You know, who are some wrestlers from AEW or New Japan or TNA that you think would keep their name, and who wouldn't? Who would be rebranded, and what would you rebrand them as? Uh, don't forget to call us at Busted Open on whatever. We don't have a phone line like them, but uh, you can you can call them and tell them. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll give I'll give you Graham's number. Yeah, t- t- um, tell 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 Bully Ray. I said, what's up? I go it's five 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 six five seven eight nine. There you go. Worst What's fake number ever. Like I'd actually give your number out on air. I'm glad you used the, the fake one. I think that's the one the movies use, right? Five, yeah, five, yeah. five. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Very or good. or if you're or if you're old from the US, it would be Klondike Five. Yes. Um for context, you were talking about from start to finish, they get ten minutes, the ladies on AEW currently. Um to their credit, that's more than the women got at WrestleMania 25 for the big Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal. Seven minutes 25, and it was won by a man. The good old days. <laughs> and we didn't get an intro because they let Kid Rock have a fucking rock concert, which is not available on Peacock or the network because he won't give them the licensing rights for it. Cunt. I think I can live without it. <sighs> what about your speed check, Graham? Um, I'm going to do my speed check from episode 265 first. Uh, Jade Cargill featuring in Billy Eilish's uh, Mountain You had having a blast at uh, WrestleMania. I thought that was really cool. Um, but th- for this week, uh, Tyler Bate with the airplane spin on Damien Priest. Uh, it definitely does remind me of um, Cesaro spinning people around, but I think it's even better. And... Um, what was the comment? Oh, um, uh, Corey Graves asking on commentary, does he do that the opposite way round because he's on because he's down under? I thought that was pretty good. I like that. And um, I have an upcoming disc golf tournament. I never get to talk about disc golf on this, so I'm going to take the opportunity. And um, kind of like your wrestling company, the that, um, there's um, unlimited sausage at lunchtime. You can eat as much as you like, but. <laughs> All right, we got the video clip for this episode to post ahead of time. Um, they actually have um, a walk-on entrance theme. So as you're coming up to the first hole and you're teeing off, it's near to uh, like an area they set up, and um, you get to pick the entrance music that you want. I can't help feeling that it should be a wrestling theme, but I can't decide what to pick right now. There's quite a few good ones. Um, I'm sure you guys have suggestions, but I'm, I'm right now I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much they play of it either, though. So I'm not sure if it's like 20 seconds, 10 seconds, 30 seconds. I, I don't. Anyway, that, that's the end of my speech check. The Mean Street Posse. I, I don't recognize that one, so I will leave it. You should, Graham, because it sounds almost identical to the MGB Wrestling Podcast. Oh, show. I remember you telling me that before, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's perfect. Whatever I, I Jake... pick, it's going to be kind of fun. But perhaps even I that, should pick something that's wrestling because that's. 
already connected to somebody else. Perhaps I just need my own. Have, have JGB's theme song. Uh, that's not a bad idea. See, that's why I bring this up. You guys can come up with some good ideas. I like that. I like that idea as well. I'll think about it. Okay, episode two sixty seven. Graham says Matt had a good idea. I I I thought I would share. Um, it's cool, whatever it's going to be. But I'm hoping somebody I can actually film it as well. But hey, well, I don't know if that's going to happen. All right, what you got, Matt? Um, elimination chamber, not. As everyone knows, I'm not a fan of Logan Paul the person, but loving the fact they're setting Logan versus Randy up. Uh, but particularly, I didn't see the uh, knockout punch coming. Um, good camera work by not, right? But not um, Mr. Dunn, thank God for that. Finally got someone half decent actually working the cameras. Um, they had to black out the front row of the Elimination Chamber event because the whole front row was flipping off Dominic Mysterio. The guy is generating genuine heat. And it is all genuine. He was to turn around and he did it's such a childish thing to do. I mean he's like twenty six years old and he's just sticking his tongue out at the front row. And I'm like, it's such a childish thing to do, but I'm I'm here for it. Genuinely here for it. Um I want to laugh at somebody who messaged um Josh Robinson. We mentioned him last week as one of my main good cop moment. I'm pretty sure Graham heard let me mention it. Somebody messaged um, Josh saying, like, just so you know, um, just muted you for the record. Now, it was a good cop moment because um, the guy is clearly triggered because Josh has had some success, <laughs> some serious, serious triggering on that side of things. And his, his, his actual bio says, will be permanently leaving Twitter after WrestleMania 40. May I recommend you fuck off now, mate? Now, I can't remember. Did Ryan say he was foregoing his speed check because he had such a long segment? I don't know. I don't remember. Do you have anything, Ryan? Um, great street fight between Imperium and New Day on Raw. Absolutely phenomenal. And there are rumblings now that the reason that Bully Ray had, was uh, uh, praising them so much for the street fight is because there is a future Dudley's versus New Day match being considered, and I'd be down for that. That's it. That's all I got. Okay, um, Matt, I should have asked you not to say anything that I forgot. It's been a few weeks since I've done this. Of course, that would have been perfect rebuttal time. Um, I did want to chime in on one thing that you did say. I believe, and I can't remember where I heard this, it obviously wouldn't have been on the commentary. Um, weren't the crowd also calling Dominic a wanker as well? Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, there was a few things why they would uh, probably not want that. And that's all I have for rebuttal. Absolutely. Um, I had a rebuttal for uh, what Ryan said, but I've forgotten it. So, I am... He talked I... about New Day and... Yes, uh... yes, 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 yes. Um, as much as I'd like to see it, I've oh, we've already seen it. So, it wouldn't be a special second time round. Um, not that I wouldn't uh... want to see it again. But it would be you, more special because it wouldn't be booked by Vince McMahon. This is also true. This is also true. Uh, it's not, but not a first-time thing. But I wouldn't be against it for sure because I'm getting a bit tired of New Day versus Imperium. I'll be honest. Well, here, here's here's what I want. Um, just a little fan booking, real quick for WrestleMania. Um, there's a lot of tag teams going on, and Judgment Day is pretty dominant. Um, and especially with allegedly fins up in the air with whether he's sticking around with the company or not. Um, I say 
we go back to a classic that worked and we do a triple threat or fatal four-way TLC match, uh, New Day, Imperium, Judgment Day, and maybe DIY or something. Um, and I think to lead up to that, having the Dudleys be around would really help with that. And I know they've signed the Legends contract, so who knows? And they're going to want, you know, so if, you, if they're around, they'll use them. So you got Judgment Day, New Day, Imperium, um, DIY. Why not throw in um, Bait and Dunn for good New measure? Catch Republic. I I was struggling. I was struggling to get my head around that name. I get it, but I'm, but too. it will it will come to me, of course. Uh, why not throw Dunny in there now as well? Make it a six way dance um, for a TLC match. The only reason I would say no is because I know Bully can still go because he's been active this entire time. Devon has not done regular in-ring competition in a number of years. Um, he, from what I understand, Devon's pretty content with his, uh, I think he's in, I think he's a director for WWE or producer. He was, anyway. I'm not sure if he's still is on. He was. I'm not sure he's still with the company or not officially. I'm aware, Graham, it's looking at the clock. Okay. I was, I, you know, it's in invitation. That's all. Uh, well, if not, I mean, put in the, put in the Alpha Academy in. Sure. That works. Bad cop moments. Yeah, that's a bad cop moment right there. Now, I'm going to start because I'm doing both the ones I did from the, the episode that I missed because it wasn't my fault and the day ones. Um, I talked on Chat Grapple and Cheap Parts. I had a moment. I said, oh, no, I'm going to save it. And then when we recorded episode 264, I couldn't remember what it was. Um, Dave Meltzer had the women's rumble rating lower than the men's Royal Rumble. Like, I think everybody I talked to said the exact opposite, that the Women's Royal Rumble was way better than the Men's Royal Rumble. So, no, I, I know it's Uncle Dave. I know we don't like Uncle Dave, but it's absolutely a ridiculous take. All right. Um, my main bad cop moment is, and you already heard this, Matt, and for that reason, I was like, I, I kind of got to include this. Uh, you said I was definitely triggered by this, and I really was. It started off on SmackDown last week when there was some match on, and they talked about the... 2k4 ratings of the wrestlers i'm like who gives a fuck like that what's that got to do with wrestling like if i'm watching wrestling we're trying to suspend disbelief don't remind me by bringing up something that's even faker than wrestling which is game i do not need reminding about that at all oh matt loves that quote. oh that was a good one i like that um it and then happened again on elimination chamber and i think that's when um, you heard about my comment because i think we were kind of i had to go out early in the morning but um i think we were talking a where little bit where is it where is it on Monday, um, even commentary started mentioning it as well. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, you're you're being carded. And I, I was think reading, it's... so I couldn't see it. Shut what, the what, fuck up, card. It didn't affect. What does it matter? Seconds, go. They're, they're promoting something that people enjoy. What's the fucking... Pro- it's not like it's actual ratings. It's... it's... No, but they're promoting... They're, they're, sh- they're shilling their product. They're not shitting. They're not shitting. Chris, you go and buy Graham for a pun, which you did do, Graham. So you actually suffered the marketing. They're marketing their own fucking product. 
Nothing wrong with that, okay? Get over yourself. This happens in, on, in American football. They do the Madden ratings all the time. They do it on bloody on EAFC on Sky Sports in the UK. This is not new ground, Graham. They do it on F1. When the new F1 game comes out, they show what the, what each driver's got at their rating to start with, okay? Get over yourself. Your opinion sucks. I'll, I'll I'll take the rest of your time. It's Thank just you. because uh, since he doesn't like it, he's really upset that other people do. He's just like, you know, a Twitter wrestling fan. Uh, you can't like things that I don't like. That's that's absurd. It's absurd, yeah. It's absolutely absurd. And if you're going to keep going that way, I was in a, in, in a, um, a well-known and um, popular game exchange shop in the UK this week, and AEW is available for rebuy on like secondhand disc ryan uh can um conversion rate is 50 dollars for pre-owned it's not like it's not worth that brand new it's on sale in the u.s for 30 bucks <laughs> exactly so I, I i filled out some of the collection all right thank you i got copies. my time back i don't know if i just like this moment because i knew how much it pissed you off as well I don't know if that was part of it as well. But no, I, I don't like it. So I'm not allowed to mention in my own moments. Matt's always saying, but this is my opinion. But as soon as I have an opinion, then it's like, shut the fuck up. And uh, you're wrong. And no one. Oh, interesting. I like that. Um, I like the hypocrisy on those levels there right now. But anyway, no, I don't like it. It's irrelevant. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear commentators mentioning it even more. If you want to put it right at the end of a segment and mention, hey, don't forget also, the I don't want it in the middle of the match is what I'm saying. I don't want to hear it referenced by a commentator in the middle of the match. Who gives a fuck what that wrestler's uh, rating is on that game? That has no bearing on this. We're supposed to be doing proper storytelling, and you're talking about crap like that. Now, I know that the hypocrisy is going to leak in as well, because you guys do not like the AEW rankings, and that's essentially what this is. You're talking about different wrestlers having different rankings on a game, but that's more, that's okay. You guys have just said for a minute and a half, because I had to shut the fuck up. You just said for a minute and a half that that's perfectly okay. But real rankings based on uh, results in actual matches, that's not okay. Um, Graham, I have a big problem with that. I think that's Graham, a, I think that's a real it, hypocrisy. It's because AEW says we have rankings and then they ignore them entirely. Okay. But that's I the problem. The difference is that they actually are based on something and these are based on fucking nothing. This is a, a real open, a totally different reality. But you guys are okay with that. But wow. Can you not see the double standard there? Um, no, I just think of you're not. You're, you're gamers. I knew you were going to back the game. No, it's because you're it. upset about promotion again, just like you were with Ruffles, just like you were with <laughs> the Captain Ruffles Jordan. one was totally a joke. That was I. I got the best. You bought the product. That, that was the only reason I did it. I you knew that I had the whole scene set up. That was totally staged. That was as fake as I'm wrestling is. I did it for the reaction, and I got the better reaction than I thought I could possibly get. That might oh, be my God. favorite moment in a while. I have not got the giggle like that in a long, long time. <laughs> but you also gave Ruffles four ninety nine. <laughs> That's the funny part to and, me. And how dare you, Graham? No, no, this is a serious comment. How dare you say wrestling's fake? It's not fake. It's predetermined, and oh, you know my. it. This is a fucking... Oh my God, the English teacher suddenly all of a sudden, wow. 
He's not an English teacher. He's, I don't know, I think he hawks burgers or something. I think you know that I know the difference between those two things. Then don't say it. I'm, I'm kind of getting triggered now. Oh, a drink. I believe it's your moment. I, I'm done. I, uh, I it's going to keep going and it's going to piss me off. And you said you're reacting to this way more than you should be. And I agree. But I don't fucking like it. So I'm going to keep well, well, that's will... on me if I'm overreacting to it. But I fucking hate it, and that's why it's in my and... fucking bad pop moment. And that is absolutely fine. I will just say, though, the irony of you turning around and and having a go about me playing the very card you told me to deploy when I wasn't happy about something. I was reading from my notes. I couldn't see what it was because I knew I'd be angry and I'd forget stuff. So I had to look in my notes to see where I was going with this. Children, uh, children. But... After getting my cheap digging at gamers, I had to make sure that I got back on track again quickly. That's fine. It's absolutely <laughs> fine, Graham. You're entitled to your opinion, Graham, about it. And to be fair, it is a little older doing mid-match. I'll agree with you on that side of things. I will agree with you on that. But the way you came at me like that, I was like, I'm using my card. <laughs> I just wanted to shut you up for a minute. <laughs> now, 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 Graham, I, I know that you kind of took some time off from wrestling at a time and you didn't watch it regularly. Um, you would have absolutely hated 11 years ago when there would be entire 20 minute segments uh, dedicated to revealing who was going to be on the cover of the game during Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was for uh, 2K13, wasn't it? And it was it was Punk. And but for for to Punk's um, credit, he turned it into a whole heel thing of like, yeah, I'm on it because I'm the best in the world, and you all suck um and it was actually very very well done but there was like pyro that went off and like the big banner fell behind him and everything it was it was uh it was good times anyways uh matthew not to be confused with matthew jackson uh evp of all elite wrestling yeah that's gonna be a patchy part of my speech i'll come to that momentarily i want to talk about something which actually i emerged on facebook this week uh i'm aware facebook is a little bit murky at better time but yeah full, full of boomers i get a lot of messages from matt and graham that are facebook posts that i completely ignore because i don't think i have facebook installed on my phone it's a, but it's um it's more a video that of a phone in that happened in 1992 now i'm not now graham wasn't in america this time so i forgive him for not knowing about this but ryan um if any of you do know what Donahue is without the TV show back in the 90s, was it? It was the chat show, I believe. Phil, Phil Donahue, yes. Uh, can you give me some context as to who that was and what kind of show it was? Phil Donahue was a talk show host, and it was very, it was the era of talk shows in America in the like 90s. Jerry, like Jerry Springer? Jerry Springer, Ricky Lake. Um, you know, it was, it was. It was reality TV before reality TV was a thing. Okay, cool. Thank you. I thank you for the context there for both myself and for our fan cops. Because um, Vince McMahon was on the show in 1992. And he was confronted by someone called Murray Hodgson. Now, I can't play the video for copyright reasons on the show. Um, so to paraphrase it slightly, uh, he confronted Vince McMahon on the show, did my Hodgson. I think you can say quote. 
and then say the real thing. You don't have to paraphrase. You just can't play the actual video. Yeah, but it would be faster than me quoting it, Graham, because I am not great with uh, reading. Not right now, no. Um, um, he about allegations that he was fired from the then WWF after refusing to sleep with Pat Patterson. Eek. And yeah, now during the interview, um, Vince confronts him and says, "Like you didn't bring this up until to to me or to the HR department until after you left the company." Now, obviously, I can't speak one way or another about this. So I wasn't sure who was right, who was wrong. Rumor about Vince and stuff behind the scenes go back years and decades now, as we know with some of the things that come up recently. But the comments are enlightening, though. Somebody says here, and um, you know, it's a really reliable username here, um, Calv09. I worked for Murray in Detroit. It's crazy to see this crap on the internet all these years later. He's a creep. He bragged about getting money to start his bars from a lawsuit against Vince. My career there ended when I refused to sleep with him. As in Murray, not Vince. Uh, a few people have said a similar things. So basically, uh, he basically just tried to scam Vince out of money. Basically, it didn't actually happen by all accounts. Um, that's not that's um, not to say it didn't happen, but the fact matter is that it's just murky in general. And the bad cop is that, that more crap, be it true or false, is coming out of the woodwork right now and. I'm sick of seeing it. Eesh. Ryan? <sighs> okay. I already kind of spoiled this because I posted about it on Twitter. But I, 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 I feel like it needs discussion. So first off, everyone who's listening, again, all 12 of you, I really do like AEW. I promise. I watch the program and I have a lot of fun when I'm watching it. I'm going to get the pay-per-view this Sunday. AEW Revolution. Sting's final match. Live on pay-per-view. Bleacher Report. Fight TV in Canada. Like, I'm I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Like, let's, let's watch this. I'm going to enjoy it. The last 30 minutes of Dynamite were dreadful absolutely awful like some of the this is vince mcmahon in like i don't know 2013 2014 booking this is bad this is katie vick bad this is this is snitsky punting a baby bad this is bad so no, no, thank you. I'll, 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 I'll kill myself with a gun like an American. Thank you. <laughs> Matt was offering me a rope to hang myself. <laughs> Anywho, so the, these are the last two segments of Dynamite this week. The first segment, uh, and and let me just, I, I am, I apologize. I am going to just pull it up real quick, um, because you know me, I like to do my. My due diligence, uh, make sure. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, so, anyhow. He's just had a half so, an hour to prepare this while we've been talking. I know, right? And and I, I didn't do good. Anyways, it's right there. So, okay. The last two segments. Uh, first was a singles match between Lionheart Chris Jericho 
and Atlantis Jr. Uh, with Atlantis in his corner. Now, the story behind this is very cool. Jericho went to CMLL way back in the day. We're talking baby Jericho. We're talking pre-ECW, pre-WCW Jericho. And he teamed with Atlantis. And Atlantis was kind of his mentor in Mexico, teaching Chris Jericho how to wrestle, how to do things. And that's a really cool story. And now Jericho, now that AEW has a partnership with CMLL, Jericho requested to face Atlantis Jr., and I'm like, that's a really cool story. And A, all the people, oh, AEW just throws matches together. We're supposed to expect to know who these people are. They literally took three minutes to explain who this was. So shut the fuck up. Sometimes you just want to see a match anyways. Whatever. There's a story here. Get over it. But the problem isn't the story. The problem is that the match was atrocious. I mean, atrocious. They didn't know what they were... They, you know how sometimes... You, a wrestler goes to do a move and the other wrestler's not sure what they're supposed to be doing. And then the first wrestler gets confused and they kind of stand there and kind of like lightly tap each other. Like, what are we supposed to be doing right now? Four or five times in the first like five minutes of the match, they didn't know what they were doing. They, uh, Jericho at one point couldn't lift him up for a power bomb. Either he didn't jump high or whatever. Like it was bad. It was just bad. The finish of the match was Atlantis throwing in the towel. Like, this was bad. This It was just not, it was not a good match. So, whatever. The final segment, throughout the night, uh, Matthew and Nicholas uh, Jackson, the Young Bucks, EVP, extremely violent people, um, they were looking for Sting because they have a message to send to Sting before his final match. And with about five minutes left to go in Dynamite, uh, Matthew and Nicholas come out to the ring. And everyone in the crowd is wearing Sting masks. And we immediately know what's going to happen because we've seen this happen 400 times. And I get it. They're trying to do a greatest hits. They are talking shit to people in the crowd wearing sting masks. And then all of a sudden, one of the people wearing sting masks takes off his sting mask and is Darby Allen. And he attacks them and they beat the shit out of him for a good couple of minutes. Then Ric Flair comes out. Uh, hence my title in this uh, very room we're using to record the Ric Flair hobble. Uh, he hobbles his way down to the ring because the Young Bucks had created a business arrangement because Ric Flair was upset he wasn't as involved with Sting's last match as he thought he would be. Ric Flair comes out. They hand him a baseball bat. He goes to hit Darby Allen, But then, oh no, he hits the Young Bucks. And by hits the Young Bucks, I mean he taps him with a bat and then throws the weakest punches because this man is 75 years old. And, uh, I got you. I got you, young young whippersnappers. And then one of them low blows him and he falls over and they beat the shit out of him. Thank God for that. Now, this has all been going on for, let's say, eight minutes, eight to ten minutes. Sting's music finally hits. And they rush up the ramp to attack Sting. Well, we're doing greatest hits, so do you think Sting's coming down the ramp? Nope, he's descending from the rafters. All of this time, 
and and this is the problem I take with it. I get it. You wanted to do the greatest hits of Sting. Why, dear Lord, why would Sting take all of this time to get his harness on and get ready and get up to the top floor so he could drop down while his friends are getting the shit kicked out of them? <laughs> it was so bad. And then and Sting like deflects a couple baseball bat shots and then hits both of them. And like that's pretty much it. And I was like, what was this segment? This segment was awful. This didn't sell me on Sting's final match. This sold me on A, why is there a 75-year-old man involved in any of this? B, why would Sting, the ultimate babyface, just let his friends die? That's he just stood there. Just let them die. It was just so mind-bogglingly bad. I have never been more excited to see the AEW copyright pop up on my screen. So I knew that this show was over. 30 minutes of just garbage. And and um, prior to that was the obligatory nine-minute match that the women get on a weekly basis. Um, now, 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 just to just to uh, put it into uh, perspective, um, the opening contest was a 22-minute-long match that was another Vince McMahon favorite. It was a tag team who's going to be facing another tag team, uh, and those tag teams were teaming up with singles wrestlers who are facing each other on the pay-per-view as well. Uh, you get that nice six-man tag. 22 minutes for that. Uh, nine minutes and 40 seconds for the women. And then 11-minute uh, train wreck for Chris Jericho. I'm sorry, 12-minute train wreck for Chris Jericho and Atlantis Jr. And then 10 minutes of Sting watching his friends die. <laughs> I'm like, this this show, man. I'm, the, the beginning was so good, too. The whole opening segment, the opening match. Like, man, this was good stuff. The, the the women's match too. The women's match was Sky Blue versus Chris Statlander. I love Chris Statlander. Stokely's out there. Like, I'm happy. This is fantastic. And then just an actual just abortion for 30 minutes at the end of the show. And I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm just so I I was so happy to turn off that program. Uh yeah, did did I did I did I yeah, make that's, clear yeah, that, how that much of a, a of a of a bad of a bad night I had and a bad cop moment this was for me? Hmm. Ugh, just awful, awful. Um, I would actually be going to the pay per view event if it was on the Saturday, not the Sunday. Um, tickets are going for like six or seven dollars. I saw online. I'm sure there's fees on top. Uh, even so, thirteen, what? fourteen dollars. I would go to that if it was on the Saturday. I can't make it back. It starts at eight p.m. I guess it's going to revolution. Finish at 8 PM. I've been. I won't be able to get. Things, I've been that. seeing things. It's been sold out. Uh, people obviously not happy about it. So people, perhaps people can't go. Perhaps they're sick. Perhaps they have another commitment. I don't know. But tickets were going for like six or seven dollars, and I was like, maybe if, I, maybe I, they thought it was the police's last concert, Graham, and found out it was a wrestling event. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. The um. Well, you said we've seen these things four hundred times. Um. I don't think we've seen people being lowered from the ceiling that many times because it didn't. Well, I'm saying no, so uh, well. the one. The the thing with 
I'm saying with Sting. Sting used to do it all the time. Oh, cool. And the whole like someone in the crowd wearing the Sting mask and then oh my god, it's Sting. Cool. Like yeah. um I, I just want to say I am looking at uh the uh on Ticketmaster for Revolution. Uh there are a lot of tickets available. Um that's why the resale market will be going for a six, seven. lot, a lot of tickets available. Um, and I will give them credit, you know, like your, uh, your two hundreds are like 25 bucks um, for a pretty decent view, like on the opposite side away from the entry ramp, uh, yeah. which in my opinion is a perfect place. So you get to see the entrances, you get to see the screens, you, you know, it's a great place to sit. Um you know your your lower section. I mean, some of them are as low as like fifty dollars. Um, I'm not looking at. I am looking at some resales. Resale tickets for like twenty five bucks. There are a lot of resale tickets that are up there now. Yep. Um, you know, it's and 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 I'm not glor- You know, I'm not saying oh, fantastic. Look, AEW's not selling tickets, haha. Because I want them to yeah. sell out arenas. I really want them to sell out arenas because. You know, uh, I forget. Oh, my God, who? I was watching an interview with someone recently, uh, someone from WWE who was like, it's good. Wrestling is good right now. More wrestling is better for everyone. If it weren't for AEW and TNA and New Japan and stuff like that, WWE would not be making record profits. It's because the wrestling industry is growing. The wrestling industry is booming. We need that to continue for WWE to continue doing what they're doing. So if you're only a WWE fan, if you wish AEW would fail, A, you're not a wrestling fan at all. Uh, And B, do you remember how wrestling was before AEW? Do you remember how WWE was? Because it wasn't very good. It was pretty fucking bad. It was the kind of wrestling where if you miss a show, you don't care. Um, I would argue right now, WWE especially, can, compared to five, six, seven years ago, I I don't want to miss a show. I'm so like I'm so excited for Raw and SmackDown every week. Um, and I and I do give a lot of credit to AEW for that because AEW has really they did change the landscape of professional wrestling for the better because they made people excited for it again and they made other companies try a little harder and that's fantastic. But yeah, no that that last thirty minutes, whew, that was not it. Uh, I hope Revolution is a lot better. <laughs> I do think they shot themselves in the foot with the timing of it, like eight p.m. Like, I assume the show's going to be at least three hours. Like, 11 p.m., unless you're within, like, an hour or two hours, it's not something you really want to take work off for the following day. Like, it's not a WrestleMania type event. It's not that. It is a pay-per-view event, but it's not like a massive pay-per-view event. And I'm sure that's limiting how many people are prepared to go. Like, well, and it's, work next day. Forget it, it, it's not going to be three hours either. Uh, because, oh, you don't think so? no, it's going to be much longer. It's, uh, I am going to rough estimate minimum without pre-show. Yeah. Just the main card. Three yeah. and a half to four hours. There are nine Oh, I thought matches. you were saying it was going to be less than three hours. No, there are nine okay. matches yeah. currently announced. Um, yeah. You know, one of the matches is Osprey and Takeshita. Yeah. 
That's not going to be a five minute squash. That's going to be a technical flippy dippy uh, chaos match. Um, And honestly, it's probably the best match on the card. Yeah. yeah, no, I was going yeah. best case scenario of why I'm not going. Yeah, like, if it, even if you finished at eleven, there's no way yeah. I, I can't get there yeah. and back. And it, get it's going to gonna end day. probably around twelve thirty, maybe closer to one o'clock. I guarantee it. I'm yeah. off Monday, so I don't give a shit. Oh, um, good yeah. So you're off Friday and you're off Monday. Jeez. Oh, and and yeah, Thursday, I, was... I took a I took a five day weekend. Ugh. I'm yeah. really happy I did too because I took this off like weeks and weeks ago, and yeah. then. The weekend and Monday were train wrecks. So I'm like so happy that I had this extended time off because like from Saturday through Monday morning was just personal problems, professional problems, just everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. I'm so happy that I took this time off because I would be a fucking wreck right now if I hadn't. Huh. All right. Are we ready to move on to speed check? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at picture, so I can't see if you'll mind me oh, anything. So yes. words would be helpful. All right. Gentlemen, I hope you have your phones ready. I've just sent a picture through the uh through our DM group, so you can read that. Um, I'm going to start with uh, Johnny Gargano on Rivals. Um, it's an hour-long show, and literally, the only people who spoke were JBL, Freddie Prince Jr., and uh, I mean, I've said Kevin Steen again. I keep forgetting his real name. Oh my god, that's just terrible. Kevin, oh, um, no, Kevin Freddie, Steen is his real name. Kevin I, I know, Owens is his wrestling that's, name. You can talk about that. Hey, you know, interrupting. Shut, I don't even need to use my shut the fuck up card right now. Um, the Rennie Paquette made some sort of contribution. And um, Johnny Johnny Gargano was agreeing with her. He's like, 100%. And they flashed the caption up, Johnny Gargano wrestler. That was literally the only thing he said for the first 45 minutes of an hour show. Um, totally unnecessary to have him there. Um, or you got to put your editing together a little bit better than that because it made him look really bad. Um, Vince Russo on Twitter this week found out yesterday I have diabetes. Today the battle begins. There's more than re- more than wrestling, bro. There's life. But on the positive side, as I looked through the comments, the first fifty people who responded were all positive and supportive, which is something you never see on Twitter. You never see. There's always one voice who will say something minimum, and there wasn't one. So I'm really happy that that happened. And a picture that I sent you, Ryan. You asked me, "Am I going to this event?" And I totally forgot about it. And I just happened to notice it the other day. Um, TNA in Philadelphia, there's two shows, March 22nd, March 23rd. Um, I'm looking possibly on the March 22nd show. And the picture that I sent to you shows you the available tickets. And I'm colorblind, but I believe that is gold or it might be yellow. We talk about AEW's um, attendance issues in their shows. Um, I don't know if you guys want to estimate, but as far as I can tell, it looks like there's only about the front two rows are sold out. But besides that, it's pretty much every single seat is empty. I would guess there's probably only about 150 tickets sold so far. I was shocked um, that there were so few. Alternatively, there's so many available seats for that show. That's it. I mean, I would... would, Oh, uh, I'm not rebuttal. You can talk about it in rebuttal. What you got for your main moments? Okay, fine. Okay. Um... You wanted to stick to the rules, so hey, let's stick to them. Okay, the idiot who decided to get a a tattoo of Tony Khan and 
it literally and then say my booker of the year next to it. it seriously he looks it looks like a bad caricature of a character out of the simpsons uh, it's, it's ridiculous it's terrible uh the young bucks as i mentioned they they're still in bloodstained suits it looks tacky because blood doesn't dry that color on white it goes brown not red still so yeah not good um for experience i know that with a chef jacket um the people who the car, person called carl gonzalez on facebook who says that seth Rollins should give all of his royalties for his gimmick to velveteen dream because he stole his gimmick uh yeah right um um and we have something else i wanted to mention on here yeah and um, the battle royale um this past weekend um it just happened after we went off the air obviously it must have been collision uh where someone took a famouser and then got up and then literally reverse walked out of a ring I, literally i showed to chris and even he couldn't believe what he was seeing and um <laughs> And uh, and correct me if I'm wrong in rebuttal, but I'm pretty sure that the BBSG uh, were formed to face the undisputed kingdom. Why are they not doing so? Seems like a point. There's no point to this faction. Ryan, I, I I don't even know where to start because my mind is still just boggled with the words that came out of Matt's mouth. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. The, the last 30 minutes of Dynamite. <laughs> Should I just talk about that for another minute? Um, it wasn't good. Shit. Um, Man, honestly, that's that's really the only the only bad thing. Uh, I, I will say, no, I I I I need to go to rebuttal. I have nothing else to say. I, I liked everything else I saw this week for the most part. <laughs> um, oh. Okay, I need to rebuttal before I forget what I have to talk about. A Matt, uh, I don't know what you're watching, but the Bucks aren't wearing the bloodstained suits anymore. That did not happen this week at all. Um, How yeah, you obviously didn't watch Dynamite though because they weren't wearing it. That's television, and we don't count them posting pictures that they took two weeks ago on 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 Twitter uh, as current. But that's that's near the here and not there. Um, oh Christ! That that what are the other things you said? Uh, that's oh, Tony Khan. No, the the people the people who are saying that Seth Rollins stole Seth or Velveteen Dream's gimmick, yeah. it's because he had the tri uh, sunglasses with the extra one on the top, which um, that's more Sam Fisher than it was uh, Velveteen Dream. Thank you very much. Um, the so 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 fucking stupid. Um, I absolutely hate humans. I wish there were no more humans. Uh, to quote Bender B. Rodriguez, "Kill all humans." Um, awful, just awful. Those are that's my bad cop moment of the week. People, um, they suck. Okay, uh, my, my only rebuttal, Graham. By the in, I, I, I excuse me. I thought you were done. Ex- I've lost my train of thought because I had to defend my time. I'm just gonna STF him as soon as he starts talking, so he doesn't get to. Um, you can't do that on rebuttal. I'll do what I want. <laughs> SCF. Um, 
Graham, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna also say that possibly that low ticket sales, TNA shooting themselves in the foot, getting rid of Scott Demore. I don't think it's that. I think people would have bought. There's only three weeks to go. I think people would have bought tickets if they were going. I don't think the. I, I don't think it's that personally, but it could. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I also think that TNA shot themselves in the foot by not holding that show. I don't know closer to WrestleMania. Just uh, your week out, and every wrestling fan is going to be in Philadelphia. Just, I'm just, just throwing that out there. You know, yeah. I, I know. Well, that's you, what you I could was have looking at. That, I was, house. that was the reason why I looked. Um, it could have been my good cop moment, but it looks like I probably am going to be in Philadelphia WrestleMania week now. I won't be going to WrestleMania because I'm not paying those prices. Uh, but I was trying to piece my uh, kind of show together, and I was like, oh, I wonder what TNA's doing over. And yeah, there was the two weeks before, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember Ryan mentioning that. Um, and that's when I looked it up. So, are yeah. you going to hit up any shows while you're there? No, I'm just going to go and look at the Rocky statue and uh, probably go watch a baseball game, something like that. Yeah, I'm going for the wrestling. I can do all that other stuff at any level. I don't yes. know. I you just said your... I'm putting shows together. Yes, you I have. You and your kid go to random shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was a dick golf tournament. <laughs> Jeez, this rebuttal has gone on a long time. Um, my rebuttal was going to be, Matt, I think that's my favorite speed check you've ever done. I was like laughing at every single thing on that. Um, yeah, the, the guy who rolled over that top rope, I saw that posted so many times. It made no sense. It, it literally made no sense at all. And as Ryan can't inter uh, interrupt on rebuttals, I saved this. I've been holding this thought for like 30 minutes. Um, I think it's about time, Matt, that he apologizes to us um, about forgetting his birthday. Because as we both well know, we did wish him happy birthday on Facebook on the day of his birthday. No, you so didn't. He definitely owes us an apology for, for that. We were very conscious conscientious we even talked about it ahead of time i remember us doing that off air we're like hey don't forget to post on facebook that it was um ryan's birthday on his birthday and we oh, did not that. even and close. then he didn't even fucking respond how rude is oh you can't interrupt right now um how rude is he that he didn't even acknowledge it normally you'd get like a like or something when you wish somebody a happy birthday nothing nothing rude because it didn't happen i liked every single one of them <laughs> oh is he interrupting again oh my gosh <clears throat> the, the decorum please matt did you have any rebuttal I plead the fifth. I'm not gonna get involved with this. I I never got involved with this. We move on to my rebuttal. <clears throat> I think rebuttal, Graham. It, it might as as Ryan was saying about the event not being in Philadelphia. Um, it it may be because I'm because I'm a little bit not with it right now, but it's in Georgia. No, you're looking at the wrong one. This is Philadelphia, March twenty second, twenty third. Why does it say North Week, Northwest GA? General admission. <laughs> you absolute bell end. Did I use that properly? <laughs> you want to talk about professionalism? Fucking drunk Matt derailing the show with nonsense. <laughs> Oh my god, you did not think that. Please tell me that was just for comedic effect. Okay. Oh Mentioning it on the show was for comedic effect, but oh. I did for 30 seconds think it was. Until I saw it in all four corners. And I was like, that must be Gate or something. It's not Georgia. <laughs> oh my god. I would like to say, in defense though, the VIP box is sold out. 
is literally like the front two rows. And just for people who have not been to the <laughs> 300 arena, there's probably only about six or seven rows. And then the four corners are uh, GA. Yeah. We can't tell I'm how many still GA tickets have sold. So, yeah. Oh, um, still a buffing here slightly because, because further to, like we mentioned actually with uh, WrestleMania last year, or maybe the year before, when TNA decided to run a pay per view at the same time as night one WrestleMania. It was a terrible idea to run one at the same time as WrestleMania because even the casual fans are going to tune in for WrestleMania. The other accounts, and Ryan can come in momentarily and tell us whether or not the Impact um, House of Hardcore um, tribute show actually was a good show or not because I haven't seen it, to be honest. Um, I'm relatively sure that it was a good show, but scheduling it wise is not great on Anthem's part, for sure. Um, same as Anthem deciding to put this show the week for WrestleMania nowhere near WrestleMania, where everyone there are there are companies in Germany that are going WrestleMania weekend. Okay, you go to WrestleMania weekend if you can get there. TNA can get there. They could have booked stuff. They're big enough. I dropped the mic. I was getting yeah. more and more Scottish there. Sorry. Graham, when, when you go to shows in Richmond, okay. um, do you often get confused that they might be in Georgia? <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't I don't want to I don't need a Georgia ticket. I need a Richmond <laughs> ticket. Come on. Oh my god. Um, I don't know. I know you don't do Christmas crackers anymore, but if you did, I think that should definitely make it. I'd like. To, I would like to say, it, it, I don't think it's called general admission over here. I think it's it's, it's a name for over here. So I'm not aware of the GA as a regular thing. I'm afraid. What do you uh, call a ticket that gets you in somewhere where you don't have an assigned seat in England? You don't front row. You don't in the UK. You usually have an assigned seat. So all of your metal shows have people quietly sitting down in front of the stage. Metal shows? Yes, a uh, heavy metal music. Concert. Yeah, we all have assigned seats. Yeah, wouldn't it say the pit or something like that? Mosh pit. You, you can get a, yeah, but that's a mosh. That you, you you get that basically a floor seat. Yeah, I, I think okay. that's what Ryan suggested, like an area where you would just walk up. So, the stage. so yeah, you have? Do you have Ticketmaster there? Is it Ticketmaster.uk? We do have it, yes. Other okay. ticket sales companies are available. Better ticket companies are uh, available. Tickets for London concert. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Gotta be here a while, man. Oh, All right, upcoming right. events in concert. LiveNation.co.uk. Is it possible I could start Bangkok moments while you're yeah, absolutely. For that? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's do it. Yeah, come back in five seconds, guys. Rami's doing it still. Alright, I'm starting off with SJ at Carnival of Chaos. Uh, hashtag fan cop moments. Going to be seeing Steph Delander in one of them. Very cool. Good cop moments. Becoming part of an amazing podcasting family. I actually meant to include SJ in my uh, speed check and I totally forgot. Like, uh, Mike, SJ is amazing at promoting every single podcast that's in VGM. Um, I used to be good at doing that. I am terrible at doing that. I found it's easier just to look at SJ's feed and then just retweet whatever SJ retweets in regards to that. But no, I certainly appreciate all the uh, support for all the podcasts. 
And uh, bad cop moments. The Winnipeg Jets not selling enough season tickets. I don't know what that means. Not selling enough tickets to be able to play? Or just not selling as many as they hoped? Uh, I'm not sure. When it says not selling enough, it's almost like there's going to be a penalty or something for them not getting that. So I don't know. Matt, you're the hockey expert of the team, so... Well, like you said, I, I I'm ready. To, my brother could is actually my brother, my brother used to play hockey. I have so. been to Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals, so I think I, I think I might qualify. Well, I, actually, even with that, Ryan's from Boston. Ryan's our hockey expert just just by living near Boston. He's one of the original six teams. Oh, I'd like to just point out as well, Graham, that there was an additional part of Fan Cop this week, Graham, wasn't there? Of course, there was. You asked the fans for also something else. Yeah, I don't think anyone responded to that. Yeah, SJ did. Oh, oh, I missed that. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, SJ did on on the main thread, Graham. So I will read it. I'll catch that for you. Oh, Uh, Hogan and Matraman forming and imploding the superpowers was a great storyline in in the eighties. That is what got me watching wrestling. Oh, I totally missed that. I I just looked straight to it. I'm looking for something to get Chris into watching wrestling. I'm not entirely sure what I figured that's what you were talking about. You did kind of hint at that last time. I yeah. did, I did. Not entirely sure Hulk Hogan is the best way to get in, to be brutally honest. While Ryan's trying to find Google on his phone, do you want to go next? I can go next, but I will just say, Graham, you'll have a chance to uh, thank SJ in person, because on March 29th, she'll be on this show! Oh, very cool. You told us there was a guest, but you uh, you left it at that, so I didn't dig any further. But Absolutely. Nice. The first lady of VGM will be on this show. Carnival of Chaos themselves. I'm going to go to the People's Champ, JCB. Uh, good cop moment. Drew continues to do amazing with the heel. First heel run nowhere near as good as this. Absolutely. And a bad cop moment. Eight-man scramble match on Revolution. Winner gets a title shot. With all the talent on this roster, this shouldn't be the way to determine the next challenger. What's the point of rank of... Again, this is for a challenger. The ranking system? What's the point of you going to do this? Same as having w, uh, 2K4 rankings. What's the point? It's a video 2K4. game. It's not meant to be real life. Do you think I want to pronounce it correctly? Well, well, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I I do want to just address something right now. These are not rankings of where they fit within like a tournament structure. I don't give a fuck if their speed is seventy-two or seventy-five. Yeah, that's 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 all it is. Anywho, I've posted uh, in our chat a uh, a ticket from LiveNation.co.uk where they clearly state general admission. Um, for a concert that is happening, you know, in the UK. So but you got it from an American website. No, I got it from LiveNation.co.uk. Oh, apologies. Thank you. Actually, what was the event? Um, I don't even remember at this point. It was a rock band of some sort. Was it a decent rock band, or was it Bruce Springsteen? Oh, that was rough. Um, I deserve I, that that gaming comment earlier. Anyways, touche, uh, touche. I have something to say because I'm going to jump in on fan cop moments. Yes, you do. With, you know, in reality, uh, if they really wanted to cast a stud for their leading man in uh-huh. their big Hollywood film, they would choose Dan Griffin. 
um, whose best cop moment is Nishkai continues to assume that I am an adequate lover. Uh, worst cop moment, still haven't had time to watch No Surrender. Uh, Dan, neither have I. So I have no excuse, though. I just keep forgetting. Um, I got Angel. Angel visits perfect. Uh, good cop moment. Sting is competing his final match at AEW. I'm not sure if that's a congratulation on his career or a good cop that that's his final match and we don't have to see any more of it. Not quite sure. Matt, did you decide to go topless for Van Cop moments? Well, to be fair, what if you're going to give Dan all this sexual okay. love, why can't um, get Hashtag it? bad cop moment. El Eco de Vikingo went into surgery on February 29th. I did not know. I've been enjoying watching the. Uh, that wrestler um, on on a club, but I guess it'll be a while now that he's in surgery. Ah, definitely bad. Problem. So I actually just discovered since Matt wants to attack our beautiful, beautiful friend Dan Griffin and my love for him. I didn't attack you. I was wanting to share love. I have discovered that there is an opposite of an erection. I didn't know <laughs> that that was a thing. <laughs> This may be the most out of control show we've ever done, but I tell you what, I've had a blast today. <laughs> would that be? A, I'm trying to think what would uh, you know? You don't know a word for it, but would a concavation would that work? I don't know. Oh no, I, I guess. Oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh god, oh god, no, 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 no. Okay, uh, me next. Okay, um, I have no idea anymore. I'm gonna go to UTT Rob. Uh, WTF cop moment. Matt Riddle revealed he'd failed many drug tests. Yes, for cocaine. Pain. No less. Jesus Christ. He's admitting himself now. So, you know, uh, is that is that bragging? Mom, you're doing Matt Riddle? I, I keep your nose clean. More than one right now. Um, a bad cop moment. Uh, Billy Jack Haynes. Yes, unfortunately. A uh, good cop moment, Soraya mentioning Norfolk's most eligible bachelor on Rampage. I'm assuming she meant Alan Partridge and not her brother. Um, We're not going to explain Alan Partridge to Ryan. No, although I would just like to point out that that's is, really bad kayfabe. Is he part of the Partridge family? In, uh, no. Sort of, but not one you're thinking of. Um, the only bad thing about it is that everybody knows that he's married. <laughs> Everybody knows he's married. Alan Partridge? No, <laughs> it's not a secret. <laughs> he he literally preaches about it on his on his socials that he is married with kids. It's not it's not a secret. It's really bad kayfabe trying to get to say that he's an edible bachelor. I'm sorry. And on that note, now he's all elite. It doesn't matter if you're all elite or not. You work there for a year or two, and then they randomly say, "Oh, by the way, uh, this person's all elite." Uh, there, there's it, it. AEW is the whose line is it anyways of professional wrestling. The points are made up, and the, the wrestlers don't matter. Oh fuck! Wow. Well, I mean, with how many concussions they have, and then they let the matches continue. Ooh, you shots fired. Since you went there, keep going. Yeah, um, I should probably say a thing. Did anyone... Did we do Glenn? No, no not yet. Cool. Glenn Abbott says, Good cop moment, the surprise return of Sean Spears to NXT, and not a hint of it online. Uh, bad cop moment, WWE assuming we all have picture-in-picture, picture, so losing a whole round of the Heritage Cup match for ads for the network we already subscribed to. Um, I'm assuming that is... Less of a 
WWE thing and more of a USA thing. Um, because they are the ones who really own how this is uh, being broadcasted. Um, I could be wrong on that, but that does suck. Uh, I'm surprised the network. I wasn't now, Matt. I was under the assumption, uh, the assumption that you said a lot of the times when that stuff happens, it just continues airing uh, elsewhere, um, like AEW does, where where you're seeing more of it than we are here because you don't have as many adverts on it. Uh, no, when when you go, when you go to an ad break, we have to go to an ad break as well for WWE moment, on on TNT Sports Show. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Whenever Raw goes to an ad break, we go to an ad break. Well, so uh, maybe we should be blaming TNT Sports for not offering picture-in-picture then. Yes. No, although remember NXT, what time uh, it's actually on. No one's watching it live. NXT, unless you're absolutely uh, crazy. Then you just skip to the commercials. Right. Absolutely right. But in um, the case of NXT, that we get through the WWE Network right now in the UK. Until the Netflix deal comes through, which it goes to Netflix, of course, in the UK. Mm-hmm. NXT is going to be on Netflix for you too. Oh yeah, everything's going Netflix for you guys. Netflix for us, yeah. Yeah, for us, NXT is going to the CW. So only saving ten pound a month (laughs) because I've already got already got Netflix through Sky. So I'm actually saving money. So it's great. All right, Connor knows soccer. Good cop moment. Getting my football account back. Dear Lord, but I forgot how to use this app. Need to relearn. Ready to tweet about football again. Connor, if you're listening, I need to hit you up because we got to reschedule our good card, bad card. Uh, we, we talked about we're going to do it in March, so we'll try and get that on the line. And then I'll try and get that Ryan somebody, see if I can get that one rescheduled as well. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't that like November? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that guy sucks. <laughs> Graham, do you want, Graham, do you want to do KPB? Uh, good cop moment. Not many will agree, but Sean Spears returning to NXT. Just a complete surprise, not spoiled by the dirt sheets. And bad cop moment, Sting descending from the rafters. I love but everything else in that segment just didn't work for me. Flair to the EVP beatdown was two dot dot dot. Oh, that means it continues, doesn't it? Hold on, sorry. Uh, too late. Oh, team, team. Well, lame would work as well. Uh, didn't hype the revolution match enough. Didn't increase my desire to watch it at all. The Bloodline story is the obvious pick to introduce someone to current wrestling, but I would probably go for Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn at the build-up to NXT Rivals pay-per-view. Matt, I think you already know my answer to the question. It would be uh, Johnny Gargano and uh, Champ. Those that, kind of series of three matches. I've said it multiple times, yeah. but I, that would be my choice. No, Matt, what was your actual question? I'm looking for it. I don't see it. The question, well, my question. Yes, oh, your boy. question. Uh, is that what's uh, top? It's oh, like- oh, I see it. What are the best around getting a new fan into wrestling? Okay, so not modern wrestling, just wrestling in general. Yeah. Oh, I say, I say, torture them. I say, show them like Hell in a Cell, and have them go. What the fuck are you trying to get me to watch? That man's dead. <laughs> yeah, watch. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, well, no, it wasn't one. the first no, one. No, no, the, no, no. The first, first one, one first one for Mick Foley, anyway. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ryan, could you do um, Eric for us? Because I've got a reason for asking you to do it. Uh, good comp moment. Went to a retro wrestling watch along and made some new pals. Bad cop moment. Needing to learn about basically all of the wrestling from 1997 to 1955. We're going to swap those because that's how time works. Unless. (laughs) Unless he meant meant 2005. Unless. Time is in revert. That's why time travel is. I got it. I figured it out. I will be back next week. Actually, it'll be last week for me, but don't worry. I'll be there. 
Uh, Storyline to get a new fan of wrestling. Daniel Garcia is journeying from CCW to TNT title challenger. Um, I am going to disagree with that a little bit because I remember Red Death, Daniel Garcia. Um, and I liked him a lot more than I like sports entertainer dancing Daniel Garcia. Not that I have any issues with current Daniel Garcia, but like when I used to see him at Beyond, like, holy shit, that guy scared me. Mm. But anyways, that's it. That's what I got. Okay. Uh, there is one more, Graham, because um, someone was poked to try and remember this week. And he did remember. I, did Hi-Fi Tom finally remember? I couldn't see it. He did remember. He DM'd me. The, oh. the uh, his, his moments, okay. Um, and it's a little bit of a surprise for you, Graham. He's going to the College World Series. Good cop what? moment. Somehow pulling out my backside. The correct answer to this week's JGB sports name game. Oh, he's just spoiled the intro for the next episode. <laughs> if you want to know the answer, tune into the next edition of JGB Sports. <laughs> oh, Tom, you're a professional. Good for the soul cop moment. <laughs> Sitting down to have Danielson versus Strong Two with Will, Brandon, and Big and Rainbuster Boys Brett. Uh, he hasn't watched much wrestling apart from local and 2014 Ring of Honor. Lately, have got to get caught up on New Japan. I said to him, "It's okay, buddy. We've just missed your moments, buddy." And of course, listen to all of Tom's stuff here on VGM. Sisters, brothers, and non-binary others, this is the Devil's Advocate round, where we will all decide to take our shirts off and um, throw Devil's Advocates at each other for ridiculous statements. I am so drunk (laughs) for 20 seconds. Um, Anyone who believes that we are intentionally saying these things to not, just to get a rise out of each other, that's that's what we're trying to do here, and make, make each other trip over our worlds like I'm doing right now, in fact. Uh, Michael Pellegrini will take you up on any offers of um, libel. That's the word. Okay, who wants to go first? I go on for you. Um, well, having not done this in a few weeks, I had every segment done except for Devil's Advocate. But thankfully, while I was listening to you guys talking on Good Cop Moment, I managed to find one for each of you. So, Matt, yours is um, Sean Spears returning to NXT. I didn't really want to see Bo Dallas return. What I really wanted to see in the wrestling wing was Bo Selector. Well, if you need to re rewind when the crowd says Bo Selector, you if you want you want to be seeing Graham, the 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 um the guy who literally would put on this ridiculous mask and try and pretend to be Craig David, of all people, which was a rapper which no one actually heard of for the last for twenty years. It feels like he'd be more. Time. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're well drunk. That was one of your worst ones ever. Anyway, I'm not so explain I'm gonna, who Bo Selector is either to Ryan. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give one right to Matt too. Um, <laughs> now, Matt, you need to defend that I, Matt Matt Lewis, my performance today on Good Cop Bad Cop is the equivalent of Jeff Hardy's performance at Victory Road 2011. <laughs> Absolutely, and the difference is, I can go out in the main event and I can actually perform to the best of my ability. In fact, perhaps even better, because Jeff Hardy got fired for this. What is Graham gonna do? Fire me? He ain't got that sort of sort of power. Ryan can't fire me either. Chad gonna fire me? No, I make too much money for this network. He's back on form straight away. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, Graham, when you were thinking Bo Selector, are you referring to 
Ali G. It's a TV character. No, 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 that's not the same character no. at all. It's that it's character. Rubber head. I fucking head. hated that show. I thought it was the dumbest shit. I saw like one minute of it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Everyone seemed to like it. I thought it was stupid. I figured it was so stupid you probably It liked was. It. it was stupid. I hated it. And did you oh you hated it as well? Hated it. I hated it. Yeah, it was it. dumb. It. it was totally dumb. Yeah, that's your homework for this week's episode. Go watch uh, Bo Selector on uh, YouTube. Perhaps I'll post a link in our... Save your save you, save you bandwidth. Don't bother. What the fuck's a Bo Selector? Well, we'll send you a link so you can watch a couple of minutes, okay? Then clear into the history afterwards, so I'll say, Ryan. Uh, Ryan, do you want to go and... Um, do you want, who wants to defend one from me? Sure, bring it on. Okay, Graham. Um, obviously, I, meaning you. <clears throat> when... If I get jury duty... I'm going to get someone to tombstone me to get me out of it. Well, absolutely, because it's so much pain. When you're sick as a teacher, it's not like you get a day off. You have to provide all the work first, and then you still have to be sick as well. While you're sick, oh, it's terrible. It's far worse. Um, I can't imagine anything worse than leaving my job actually doing that. So, yeah, anything that gets me out of it would be good. Obviously, as a wrestling fan, what best move than to take another wrestling move? So bring the tombstone on. Yeah, Again. I would not want to do jury duty. Again! You cover the microphone again. You can still hear it. I can amplify it. I can change it in any <laughs> I want you to know that I'm doing it legitimately. I, you should just trust me on time, I guess. But I'm yeah, trying I to do. show that. I'm trying to be honest. I'm honest yeah. guy. We know, we know, we know this. Do you want the context? Sure. Yeah, I have no idea where that came from. Roddy Piper had jury service once. Uh, and it was and he was facing um, Taker at SummerSlam. He didn't want to do it. He wanted to go home. So... Um, he asked Taker to rip the mats up at, at ringside, tombstone him on it, and then he sold it like he had broken his neck. He was fine. <laughs> and he went home, excused from jury service, and the only reason Taker told us all was because Roddy had passed. Wow. Cool story. Yeah. So uh, so now it's on record that if Graham um, gets an injured neck from a wrestling maneuver, <laughs> it's because he's trying to dodge jury service the, the government i'm not sure if i'm allowed to do jury service because i'm not an american uh, citizen i'm only an american resident so i don't think i could do jury service anyway to be honest i you can still pay taxes i can still pay taxes i can't vote but i can still pay taxes yeah Re uh, what is it taxation without representation as dc likes to say i have that same thing graham give to ryan would you please um, of course. Uh, trying to remember what Ryan's is. It must have been something that he said. Uh, let's have a look. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, although we're talking about WrestleMania 40 as that's upcoming, it suddenly occurred to me that at WrestleMania 39, the match that was obviously missing and should have main evented would have been Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus Hollywood Rock. I mean, absolutely. It was such a fantastic moment the first time it happened. I don't even think it should have main evented one night of WrestleMania 39. It should have main evented both nights of WrestleMania 39. We should have had two 40-minute classics between those two individuals. But nope, they just, Vince didn't care. I was looking for anything. And when I heard you mention Hollywood Rock, my first thought immediately went to Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have been a terrible match, but yeah, there was obviously better matches that you could have had. It was a bit of a softball, but it's alright. I gotta find my feet again. Next week's one will be better for you. Ryan, you can deliver to Graham or I can deliver to you. Your choice. I'll deliver to Graham. Uh, <clears throat> just because, you know, we were talking about Bronson Reed and his uh, um, new beautiful child. Um, and Graham's ineptitude to function. Um, uh, if, uh, 
when when Graham takes videos of his children, uh, he 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 needs to make sure that when he's holding his phone, he has his fingers over the camera and the microphone, so you can't see or hear the wonderful, beautiful memories of of, of my being Graham's children. Well, cool. Uh, kids get embarrassed by stuff like that, man. I'm trying to remember what there is. There's some sort of signal that uh, people do on photographs to show that they're being photographed, but it's not will it's not willingly. And I think that's to me just kind of saving them embarrassment. That so, yeah. If I cover the if I censor it by putting my finger over the lens or don't let them hear it, I think that's just for the benefit of them. So I think that's pretty rude shit. I'm trying to remember what that signal is. Do you have any idea what it is? It's like a finger up or something. I can't remember. I remember seeing it on social media. Could be total BS. Is that the abduction symbol? No, well, it's not that then. But there's some symbol that kids do that shows that, like, they're getting pictures with their family, but they didn't really want to do it. And it's letting them know that, hey, look, I'm in this picture, but kind of against my will. Some, some would say about you being abducted, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. Ryan, I'm going to give you my one because Graham Winthy is one coming, but hopefully you won't either. Um, but um, going back to what we said before the show, uh, when on the air, uh, the best burger is served with ketchup, not barbecue sauce. Well, I mean, it's, you know, there's many, many kinds of burgers out in the world, some with ketchup, some with barbecue sauce, some with mayonnaise. Um, in reality, ketchup is a good option as a condiment because it offers up acidity to the burger. Um, but you need to make sure you're balancing acidity with the creaminess to make sure you're getting the perfect burger. Do not fuck with me when it comes to preparing food. I may not be a chef, but I really understand how food and how food composition works. You fucking asshole. It's is the whole quote, reason. Did you quote acidity? Is that something that you said to him, Matt? Is he quoting that back to you? No, no, no. Well, I'm, what I'm, what I said, what we were, we were discussing my menu for the pub um, before before you arrived, Graham, and I was yeah. saying what's in my sovereign burger, which is what I've created, and it's ketchup at, at in the in the burger, and he's like, no barbecue sauce. No, no, hold on. You didn't tell him the rest is in it. Graham, he's using fried onion rings in it, which is more traditionally related to a, I guess you could call it a Texas burger or roadhouse burger, where you have onion rings and barbecue sauce. Sometimes in lieu of onion rings, you might have like crispy onion straws. There's many different ways to make a burger. Um, you just kind of mixed two different burgers to make yours. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, I prefer if I got onion rings. I like it to be a little, a uh, little barbecue style. What I don't understand is you're not cooking the ketchup, are you? No. Okay, so why the fuck would you put ketchup on? Like, let the people decide. You have ketchup on the tables in the bar, so they could add that. But to assume that everybody wants ketchup on their burgers, that's very presumptive. That's I a, can also do you assume wanna, that do you wanna they chew the food for them as well. Like, what the I'm, fuck? I'm assuming they also have the option to request that the ketchup be left off so they can of choose course. what they put on it. That's, that it does not, but you're showing your American side right now, Ryan. Obviously, that does not fly in England. You do not get that option at all. You get it exactly as it is. And if you don't want it, you just have to remove that object. And you would never, <laughs> you would never complain like that. That is so not British. You Nobody haven't would. been in the UK in how long? Uh, eight months. Lived. Right. I but, but, but no, like, Graham, you, eight... you, you, like, you go to McDonald's, they're not just going to say, well, this burger comes with meat and patty, and then you have to choose what you want on it. That's... Uh, 
we that's do not how have, it works. <laughs> we do have in recent years. In fact, ever since I started McDonald's as a sixteen-year-old, you can order things without. And I know you've had McDonald's as an American company, but you can do that every single place in the UK without this. Without okay, you're that. missing the point. Why be such a dick and put ketchup on a burger when they can just add their own ketchup if they want ketchup? Then tell that to every other yeah, food literally outlet every in restaurant. They're not United working Kingdom. at a fast food place. That's fast, so they have every to restaurant. They don't every out. restaurant. You're talking a pub. You're working at a pub. You're not yes. working at a fast food place. Every place go they have to... ketchup on the table. Do they have, hold on? Do they have ketchup on the table at McDonald's? No, they don't. So it's not. They the have. Same they, thing do. they do. No, they don't. They, do. they have ketchup have packets. Ketchup. No, no, you're lying. You're lying. That definitely doesn't happen in America either. Do I get? Should I get my husband on this one? Because he'll back me up. Yes, get him in here right now. Husband! <laughs> this, Grant, I, I mean, UK, he's US... He's drunk as hell. He has no idea what he's talking about. I agree, I but I, I'm, I am agreeing with his alcoholic self, is you have the standard burger, like... and it comes with A, B, and C on it. Like, that's how everywhere I've ever been, in every country I've ever been to, has operated, is, well, this burger comes with X, Y, and Z condiments yeah. toppings whatever and X, then y, yes because are you gonna I put vinegar into onto the chips as well ahead of time no. just to you're gonna pre-salt them as well like what the fuck you know what, what does it, it sounds like ridiculous. we need to i need to contact yeah, i, I, I want to formally announce right now on this show i am i'm not accepting your offer for a meal at your pub if you're gonna start putting things on ahead of time i refuse that offer i will not be coming to that pub I, I, I think what I, I need to do right is I need to contact the Virginia Education Board and tell them that they have not even not not only is he not an American citizen, he's not even an American resident. He's clearly a 1992 British individual who needs to go back to 1992 England, where apparently everything was plain. Oh, wait, that's why we used to make fun of your country because your food had no flavor. That's what it is. You conquered so much of the world including india the king of spices and yet you forgot how to use them weird but you love curry for some reason always found that strange we'll be back next week guys we're out of here jay white's a bag of dicks and so is graham's palate and so is matt's fucking liver boom Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.